Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. What's up, girl? I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because we're talking about a topic that I think you're really going to connect with in terms of how to motivate yourself now, because what's going to work for you now might be different than what used to work for you. And I thought it would be fun to bring on my husband, Cena, because he has a very different perspective than I do. And often when I bring you on the show, babe, people <laughs> slide into my DMs are like, Cena said this and it really hit home with me. And I'm like, yeah, go husband. <laughs> so anyways, uh, hi, babe. Welcome What's back up? to the show. Glad to be here. So what I would love if you, like, you could do is essentially give us an overview of how you chose to become a dentist in the first place, because I think a lot of women can identify with some of the pressures that you felt. And then we'll dig into kind of like what motivated you to actually go down that path. Totally. So like just high level overview, I grew up uh, in a Persian family where there was, you know, some inherent pressure to be like a doctor, lawyer, like higher education. And if you're listening in and have parents that may have kind of put that pressure on you, I know you can relate is, you know, this kind of symbol of status, like becoming a doctor was like this symbol in Middle Eastern culture, Persian culture. Yeah. That's like seen at such a high level. So some of that early on, like external validation, kind mm-hmm. of like do this for like the external image of it. Yeah. Ingrained in me from so young that I thought, okay, that's just what I have to do. Yeah. And it, and it taught me to be motivated by like that external image. And I'm not saying it's bad or anything. Yeah. I'm just saying that's what it was. Yeah. And I think that's important for people to hear, even the fact that you said it's not that it's bad. That's just what it was. Because so often women feel guilt. Like that listen to the show, women tell me that they feel guilty or like they don't have a good enough reason to do the thing. And even if your reason, for example, like in fitness, say your reason is you want to look really great in your bathing suit. There's a lot of people that are going to say, well, that's not a good enough reason to get started. I'm like, well, it's a good enough reason if it gets you started. I don't think it'll keep you going. Just like external validation of becoming a dentist so you can say that you're a dentist or your, you know, your family can say, oh, my son's a dentist or whatever. That isn't actually going to fuel you to stay after it long term, but it did get you started. So there's nothing wrong with that. And I think in our society and culture, like a lot of times we're putting a lot of pressure on ourselves to have the best reason to start. But it's like, if that's what gets you started, then like use what you have and get going. Right. But I think from that, so you decided, you know, I'm going to become a dentist because of this external validation, because a little bit of family pressures, I mean, a little bit of societal pressures yeah. that I think everyone can, you know, connect with. But then tell them what happened when you didn't get into dental school. Yeah. I mean, so when I applied the first time, I didn't get in. And then my dad was like, oh, you should just become an engineer like he was. Uh, go work at Boeing with him. And I was like, no, like. I tapped into this like, hold on, I'll prove you wrong kind of like lever that I could pull to motivate myself. Like, mm-hmm. okay, now it's on. Like, we're going to like get my entrance exams up. We're going to do more shadowing. We're going to do more like 
getting in the field um, and I ended up getting in after, but it was such an easy lever for me to pull in because it was like, I need to get this external. It, it essentially became an external goal. Like, yeah. and I didn't even question if it's a, if I wanted that goal anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that just now in the moment, there's no way I could have known that. Yeah. I just, it was built in me that way. And it was easy to pull those levers. Like I'll show you. And like now my, my dad and I cleared everything up and we have a really good, we had a really good relationship before he passed. So, um, it's not that we're mad at each other for any of that, but it's just what it was Yeah, that I could tap into that motivation of like, I'll show you, I'll get this external goal, like this, this like thing that's going to like look good and sound good. And didn't really even question if it felt good. Yeah, that right there is huge because there's a lot of women listening into this that they are motivated by this like chip on their shoulder of proving someone else wrong in order for them to get where they want to go. And in your situation, and I think a lot of people can connect to this, is that, again, it can fuel you. I do think this like prove my dad wrong, this like, I can do this combined with this external validation piece is truly what got you through dental school because dental school was super hard. And obviously, I mean, NYU, a really rigorous program. And I think it's really important to recognize that you're going to have seasons of your life where certain things are going to motivate you, but then you're going to arrive at a different season where you don't know what the hell your motivator is or what lever to pull if you can't use those levers anymore. Because I know like obviously doing life together and being together every single day (laughs) since we're married and all the things is I know that you are not doing things for external validation anymore, right? You're really doing things that you're asking yourself like, why, like, why do I want to do this for me? Does this feel aligned for me? I mean, you left being a dentist because of the fact that you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. I feel like I'm wasting my potential here because it doesn't feel aligned for me, which was like the most proud moment I've probably had for you in your career was you leaving, not you becoming a dentist, but you leaving because it was so true to you. But how now when you don't have this lever of, I want to prove my dad wrong, or you don't have this lever of, I want other people to think that I've achieved. How in the world are you getting yourself to be motivated right now in a brand new career? Because I think this is what women need to hear from you. It's like, how are you doing this? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard because I was so used to that. Yeah. That, I mean, I could just tap into it so easily. Um, but I, what's feeling better now is, is it's just reframing, um, the wins, the, the drivers and building that up, like it being in a new field, it's just, and not, really doing it for anyone else. And we, we align our goals. Like we're always talking about what we want and looking inside rather than kind of taking it in from the outside of like external. Yeah. Um, like how do you want it to feel yeah, in, when like, you're in it? Yeah. Just really keeping in mind, like what feels good and questioning that and making sure we align the do right you, way. Do you feel like with, I know I'm just like asking you questions yeah. when you're on a mic, but like, um, do you feel like now, like after your dad passed, for those of you guys that don't know, Cena's dad passed on the 4th of July last year. Do you feel like the fragility of life and the fact that like our days are numbered here? And I say this all the time in the podcast and I say this, we say this all the time to each other. Our days are numbered here and we don't know the count. Do you feel like that's now a motivator for you more that you tap into of like, I want this to feel good yeah. because I don't know how much time I have. Yeah, totally. And, and to kind of backtrack a little bit, like it, it's not that like when the whole path of becoming a dentist didn't feel good, it's just what the motivator was. Yeah. And like now it's just really look like when someone passes and you, you experience that fragility of life, you really question it. Like yeah. it really shakes you to the core. And that's just where we're at. Like I'm building up those new levers of like, okay, this is what we want. This is how we want our life to be and how it feels. 
and really asking that and just not caring about the external validation of it. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you have to go through like going into something that is totally wrong for you to, mm-hmm. to really, to really kind of get that perspective. Yeah. I think it's powerful for people to hear that because for me, it's a lot different, right? Like I did not grow up with immigrant parents and a lot of this, like you yourself put a lot of pressure on yourself to achieve from like what society was saying was success. Like check this box. Yeah. I checked those boxes. Like I went to school and, you know, got the degree and started, I mean, as you know, started in my first job. And then as soon as I felt like it didn't feel aligned for me, I quit. And you were like, what? Like, (laughs) what is wrong with you? Right? Like, I I think my motivator has always been a lot more like, what's it going to feel like? Is this going to be fun and fulfilling? That's like our major difference. But the part that I never talk about on this podcast that you and I talk about often is how I also still had this side to me that from the way that I was raised, I felt as if I had to be very self-sufficient. So while I was able to make these changes of like, I'll quit a job that doesn't feel aligned, I put a lot of pressure on myself to be able to support myself where I was like, okay, I'll quit this job, but I'm going to find something else because I want to put this pressure on myself in order for me to make things happen and in order for me to support myself financially. And even when you did get into dental school and we moved from Seattle to New York, I came to you right away and I was like, don't worry about anything financially. I'm going to support us. And I used that as a lever and I didn't recognize it in the moment, but like it was such a driver for me of like, I don't need anybody else. I've got this and I've got this for you too. And now I don't have that lever, right? I don't have that lever to pull on to say like, babe, don't worry about anything. I've got this. This is actually the first time ever. We were just talking about this this morning. This is the first time ever. And in my life where I don't have this lever to pull on to say like, let me go be self-sufficient and support us. Let me try and figure out what's actually motivating me to take action in my life. What's motivating me to, you know, plan our first 500 person women's event. What's motivating me to want to launch this podcast with you in September, the get investing podcast. Like what's motivating me to want to learn all this real estate stuff with you. And, and it has to be something else. Like it has to be a different lever because I don't want the pressure of that lever that did actually work to get yeah. me here, but it won't work to get me there. Yeah, Does that I make mean- sense? I hope you're loving today's episode. I wanted to quickly thank our sponsor of the show, Gut Personal. Because if you're not familiar, Gut Personal is a company that's all about customizing supplements. And why I really like this is because... There's so many issues that we've normalized in our culture, like skin issues and digestion issues and, you know, poops and bloating and things that are not actually normal. But what Gut Personal does is they've got this quiz on their website where it helps you figure out what supplements you actually need to get to the root problem that you might even not recognize is coming from your gut. Like, for example, a couple months before our wedding, I was getting rashes under my armpits and all down my back, and I had a really low back dress, and I was freaking out about it. It was a gut issue. Sina, my husband, was, you know, having bloating issues and, like, digestion issues. It was a gut issue. And I just don't want you to go spend a ton of money or waste a bunch of time trying to guess what you might need or Googling everything when you could instead just go to Gut Personal website, take their free quiz, and they'll give you customized results. So you're not just getting a band-aid solution to these gut issues, but you're actually getting supplements that are going to be supportive for you. So 
Head to gutpersonal.com slash Keisha, K-A-C-I-A. Take the quiz. If you use code Keisha, uh, you'll get a discount on all of their products. I don't want to just tell you everything that we use because you might not need what we need. Although I think everybody needs magnesium and having dissolvable magnesium at night is just a whole thing. If you're in your 30s, you get it. You get home, you make a little magnesium, you live your best life, go to sleep, sleep like a champ. Anyways, go check them out. If you have any questions, slide into my DMs. And without further ado, let's dive back into the show. Yeah, I mean, you have the track record to show that it works. Yeah, like, and same with you. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, there's times in the last year I wish I could just tap into that. Le- yeah, lever. you would. Like, you were literally like, I, I hope that I have a hater right now. On, and I was like, hater. I was like, don't you know, really, what? don't really hate on us because we don't really want that. But. Also, because when we start our brand new podcast, which if you didn't know, Cena and I are starting a podcast together. It's called Get Investing because you know, like our last name is Get Married. <laughs> um, we're sharing daily content on Instagram. It's at G H E T investing and then our podcast launches September 13th that we're going to be co-hosts on and don't come at us with haters because Tina does not need that fuel anymore. I can't I see not. my haters. <laughs> uh, no, but it's so, I, there's times where I wish that like, man, I could tap into that because it was what I was used to and it was so easy for me. And you had a track record like you just and said it worked. to prove it. Mm-hmm. Um, so real. It, it wasn't going to work long, t- long term. I mean, it didn't. I hit a point where I was like, this isn't it. Like, Mm-hmm. After that, like external validation that kind of wore off, I was like, yeah, that's okay. Cause you didn't want to do it. Cause you got there. And yeah. I think a lot of women can connect to this of, you know, you got there, you looked around. I mean, I felt this way in my first corporate job. I got there, I looked around and I was like, wait, this is not for me. Like this is not giving me the fulfillment that society told me that I was going to get. Yeah. For me, it wasn't my parents telling me you need to do this. So that way you feel successful. Cause obviously, you know, my, for those of you guys that know Enneagram, my mom is a seven too. So like, she's a free bird. She's like, do whatever makes her heart happy. Um, <laughs> but I didn't get that from my family, but I did feel that pressure from society. And I think a lot of women can connect with that of like, I got to this place that I thought that I was going to be happy. I checked all these boxes. Now I'm looking around and they're doing it right now in real time. They're looking around and they're like, crap, I don't know what's next for me. And they're asking, how am I going to motivate myself to take action? Because they're in their situation that is good. Yeah. But how are they going to be able to pull on a lever? Like, it's like we were sharing a couple of our levers, like for Sina, which was external validation. I'm not saying that that's the best lever and it probably won't work long-term, but it might get you started. Yeah. Like I want to do this or I want to prove this person wrong, this chip on your shoulder. That was another lever that you could pull into. Yeah. For me, it was like, I want to prove that I can do this on my own, that I don't, that I'm self-sufficient, that I don't yeah. need anyone else. But when those don't work anymore, you, you do have to go more internal. Yeah. You have to ask yourself, like, what do I actually want for myself and what's going to make me happy and excited, Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's more about like matching the lever to the season of life. Ooh, like, that's good. Does that like line up? Like for me during that dental school phase, yeah, I needed that because it's mm-hmm. freaking hard. Like yeah. there are days, I mean, there are long days and there's a lot of tests. Like it, it's hard. Yeah. So like having something external actually did help. If I, have to, if I had to rely on internal motivation to study every day and get through that, I don't know if I would have made it. Yeah. Uh, me personally, you know, maybe someone else. Yeah. But it it helped me get through that to then get to this point where now I can look internal and figure out what I want to do and and wouldn't change it for the world. It worked out how it's supposed to work out. For sure. Um, But the most surprising thing in the last year was just not being able to pull that lever. Mm -hmm. Like it's not there anymore. I, I, I can't even manufacture it. I can't even like bring that up inside me. It just doesn't. 
does it work for me? Yeah. So it is really asking yourself to anyone listening into this, it's saying like, how can I get myself motivated? The things that are working for me, like I'll share a couple of things that are working for me now and maybe you can too. For me, it's, it's thinking about the fact that, you know, life is fragile and I want to make sure that I love my Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Like I'm, I'm genuinely so motivated by making the day count that I'm willing to say, are there things that I have in my life? Or for me, are there things that I have in my business that are no longer bringing me the joy that they're bringing me anymore? I don't need to prove to anybody and I don't need to prove that I'm self-sufficient. Like I, I, I've proved that to myself and that no longer is fueling me. It's more saying like, I believe that I was gifted this vision and this, this, you know, this vision on my heart and this like fuel in my body, this like internal feeling that I want to show up and, you know, help women that I want to, create events that I want to pour my heart out into a podcast like this, where we have no notes in front of us. We're just like talking and we're willing to be so open and transparent because to me, I'm like, that is the fuel source because I will pass at some point in time. Hopefully it's in like a hundred years and science just makes that work, you know, but, but I do want to feel like I showed up. Like that is my main fuel source now is like, I just want to feel like I showed up. I just want to be living, breathing proof of what's possible for somebody else. Like that's making me show up every single week to this podcast. Yeah. I mean, even this morning you were telling me, like we're starting this new real estate business and yeah. how we're kind of taking on the responsibilities pretty evenly. Yeah. And you're feeling the pressure come off you that yeah. you don't have to be the one to do everything. Yeah. Like, and I've noticed that, you know, I mean, that's obviously something I really love about you, how self-sufficient you are, but I also love this side of you that's not letting yourself feel that you're the only one that can do this. Yeah. Like you can let some of that go and just, you like you don't have to do everything Mm -hmm. and it's it's funny because to someone listening into that you know if you've been following this podcast for a long time or we've been connected on social media you would probably not even recognize how much pressure I put on myself and it's not because I hide it it's because I reframe it so quickly that I don't even recognize that it's been pressure and this is what Cena and I have been talking a lot about is this lever that no longer works for me is this lever of let me pull this lever and prove that I'm self-sufficient that pressure for so many years of wanting to be the one that could financially support us. So you had optionality. That's no longer a relevant lever in our life. So when I can't pull on that, what lever am I going to pull on to make me go? And it's tapping harder into this being a testimony of what's possible for other people. And part of the thing that I want to do in this world is I want to be myself. Like, you know how like goofy and weird I am and I don't take myself too seriously. And especially with all this real estate stuff that we've been doing, like I am the oddball in a lot of these meetups. A lot of women that are in real estate are much more in their masculine there's a lot of men too, right? Yeah. There's not. So like, I am like just a weirdo, like bopping all around. I'm like an alien in the room. <laughs> and I'm recognizing like, that's my fuel source now. That's the yeah. lever that I want to pull down on is like, if she can do it and she's like an alien, she's like bopping around all over there, then I could do it too. And, yeah. and that feels so much more aligned for me than this self-imposed pressure of you have to be self-sufficient, pull that lever. Just yeah. how you are tapping into like, you don't want to have those levers anymore. Yeah, I, I, but I thought that just, I thought you just have like one lever your whole life. Yeah. And you just use that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, that's not the case. Yeah. And if you're in, if you're in a season where the lever is good, like just great. Yeah. Make, just question it. Just make sure you check in with yourself and be like, this is working still. Um, because it does, I just didn't think it would change. I mm-hmm. thought I could always tap into that, but mm-hmm. that wouldn't be healthy if that was the case. Yeah. 
And it's, and it, when, when it's not working for you, then it's taking the responsibility to figure out like, what's going to be your new motivator. Yeah. So right now, the question to ask yourself, like to the woman listening into this is number one, am I getting the results that I want in whatever aspect of your life that you're working on, whether that's in your health, your relationships, your business, your career, whatever, like, am I getting the results that I want? Because if you're getting the results that you want and you're excited about it, not just the outcome of the results, but you like the person that you are in pursuit of the, of the goal that you're working on, then you're doing good. Like, don't stress about it. Don't beat yourself up. If your lever is one thing, like a lot of people in business, it's like, when they say that they want to provide like finances to their family, they beat themselves up that that's not a good enough reason to start a business. That's a great reason to start a business. Yeah. Awesome. Will that keep you going long-term? I don't think so, but maybe, right? It just depends on the person. So it's asking yourself first, is what I'm doing now working for me? And if it isn't, no judgment to yourself, no judgment to what got you here, but it's saying what's actually going to take me there. And it might be pulling a different lever. It might be figuring out what's a different motivator that you can try and tap into that's going to feel more aligned and fun and fulfilling for you. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Juicy. Babe, yeah. thank you. I I really appreciate, like, I mean, I say this to you, but I think just to say it on the podcast, I appreciate you being on here, especially as a guy coming to talk about this and just like pulling back the curtain, you know, it's really important for me to have a come with me. Let's figure this out together type of podcast. And thank you. Yeah. I love it. Hopefully it helped. I hope it did. Let us know. Slide into my DMs. <laughs> Cena's a little more active on Instagram now. So if it, you want to tag him, yeah. uh, Cena, S-E-E-N-A dot G-H-E-T-M-I-R-I, get married, yeah. kind of like get married, but no D. Anyways, tag him. Let him know if this episode yeah. hit home with you. Um, and thank you guys again so much for being here. We'll talk to you soon. See you later. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like, send it to her right now. Or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.